Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here. If you like this show and you want to make your own, let me tell you about the free platform Anchor. It's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can add songs from Spotify and create any type of content that you are looking for. Anchor will distribute it all for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. On this week's episode of Cultivating Her Space. I can't emphasize this enough that our pussies, our vaginas, our petunias, our whatever it is, our lady parts, whatever it is you want to call it, is yours. Today's episode is sure to provide you with motivation, inspiration, or a fresh perspective. If you have any aha moments or appreciate anything from this episode, please leave us a review to let us know we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Friday, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit cultivatingherspace.com to access our exclusive after show and other bonus content from the Patreon tab. Welcome to Cultivating Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. Hey lady, it's Terry here from Cultivating Her Space. Are you tired of working hard for your money? Do you want your business to run smoothly when you're out of office? If you want to learn how to automate your business cash flow and increase your impact and influence, join me for my free workshop at brandwithterry.com. Again, that's brandwithterry.com. My name is spelled T-E-R-R-I. Hope to see you there, lady. All right, ladies. So we are expanding our quote of the day to give you a poem. Antoinette's tale. The thing is, dudes can't handle if a woman takes the same liberties as them, especially with regards to sex. Like our society teaches to be so wrapped up in themselves and their own conquest that they forget we're sexual beings as well. Plus, Their egos are often way too fragile to ever handle a woman who owns and has any real agency over her body. And we're to blame as well. Because we're out here telling them that the pussy is theirs. When in actuality, it's ours. Period. (laughs) Well, okay. Let me just say that I guess at this point, lady, you may or may not have listened to Jasmine Sullivan's album, Hotels. And I have to say, I saw it trending online, Dom, but life has just been busy and listening to new music isn't a huge priority. So I didn't really think much of it until one of my homeboys from Philly, because you know she's from Philly, right? One of my homeboys hit me up and he's like, did you hear our girl's album? And I was like, no. And then you were like, yo, T, like you put me on. So I was like, okay, damn y'all. Let me go ahead and see what I'm missing. And I tuned in and I said, oh my gosh, it was so bomb. She can sing her ass off number one. Yes. Okay. Yes. But the tracks were just, it's like, you ever just feel like someone is peeking through your window? Lady, you may feel this way when we're talking on the podcast. Like who told Dom and Terry what's going on in my life? It just felt like somebody went through my 20s and was just telling some of my business and I was just like yes you know so I know you Dom are gonna talk a lot about the psychological impact as we dive into some of the songs and I will offer whatever experiences or you know narratives from friends or anonymous folks that resonate but it was good lady so if you have not listened to the album 
you should probably go listen now and then come back to this episode because hotels is the truth. Oh, is it? Is it? All right. So the first song, Bodies. I mean, let's just break down what that really is about, right? It's about the number of people that you were having sex with, right? And when we think about why people use the word hope, it's to insist that a woman is bad or there is something wrong or something shameful about a woman who has sex with multiple people. That has always baffled me that as a society, we have these contradictions that we expect in a lot of ways. We send these messages that we want women to be chaste and virginal until they're married, right? And then all of a sudden, when they're married, they're supposed to become the biggest freaks. Mm -hmm. Hello, where are they going to learn that? You can't realistically expect a woman to maintain her virginity until she's married with the current average age of marriage being 26 or 27. And then all of a sudden she knows everything about her sexuality and yours to please you. But yet we villainize women who have sex with multiple people. I just want to take a moment to read the lyrics of, I think this is the, the chorus or the hook. I don't have the thing pulled up in front of me, but before I dive in, I, I just have to read it. Jasmine is so brilliant. But anyway, what she says is, gotta stop getting fucked up. What did I have in my cup? I don't know where I woke up. I keep on pressing my luck. I don't know where I woke up. And I'm like, fuck, I remember a night like that or two. Goddamn. And the thing about it is I love that she created this album too, Don, because I think a lot of times there's a lot of shame yes. and guilt. Luckily, I'm like, whew, I made it out of those times and I survived because, girl, some, some of those nights were rough. But I mean, just being honest about the experiences that many women have and some of them don't, right? Because I have friends that are on both sides of the spectrum. I have some friends that are virgins at the age that we are now. And then I have some friends, they out in these streets, you know what I mean? And it's like, I don't think there should be judgment. Although I was raised very religious, Dom. And there was a time where I judged others and myself harshly, especially women. But like you said, I'm going to use men in particular, but I think most people want to have a, a fun sexual partner, right? Like you want to have some bomb ass sex. The thing about it is it's like, like you said, men want to have, you want to freak, but then you want her to be pure at the same time. And it's like, that don't add up, son. It don't add up. But I also, like, when I think about the conversations I've had with my homeboys, like the honest conversations, they would much prefer from the guys that I've chatted with that have been honest with me. They have nothing to lie to me about. They're like, I would prefer the hood rat hoe that's been around the block as opposed to the pretty prissy girl who's like, you know what I mean? Because they want to have a good time. And not all men, I'm not trying to stereotype y'all, but I'm just saying the conversations that I've had, the real conversations behind closed doors, that's what they say. And I think that a lot of times women are shamed for being sexual, right? There's this misconception that we don't like sex and like it's only guys. And I don't know about you, but a lot of the women that I know, they like to get dicked down or licked down or they just enjoy pleasure in general. And what I do think is that it's a lie that men try to, you know, perpetuate, but also put on women because it's like we said in the, in Antoinette's tale, their ego, they can't take yes. it. Like yes. a lot of times the women are more sexual than the men. Right. Right. Like, like it's, it's like, it's a problem. If as a woman, I tell you what I want sexually. Right. Mm -hmm. Now and you a hoe. Right. And if we go back to our episode with Dr. James Wadley and we talk about like how couples can have those conversations, how emotional maturity allows you to have the conversation where both parties can talk about what brings them pleasure and there's no judgment. Right. And so, you know, I think when when I hear 
if we go back to that particular song, what comes up for me is I get scared for her in terms of STIs and pregnancy. Yeah. Right? And then her just general physical safety, recognizing that a lot of us have been there, right? Mm-hmm. Where you have had a lot to drink and you don't know you look over and you're like I don't even know who this dude is or how I ended up here right and just thinking about like for me in that moment and I recognize that that's my older self right yes like that my immediate thought in that moment was damn I hope they use protection and I hope she can go get an STI test after all this is done. And if she needs to get that plan B pill so that to make sure she's not pregnant. Right. <laughs> and, and then, and then I started thinking about, okay, how can she continue to do this safely? Right. Mm-hmm. Like if she's like, I want to explore, how can she continue to do this safely? Yep. That makes sense. Dom. I, I'm with you as far as my older self, younger self. Oh, it's, it's, it's different, right? Like when you think back to yeah. how you were and who you were and what you did then or what we did then, it's like there is a huge difference, I believe. Like at that time, you know what you're supposed to do, right? They're like, oh, yeah, I learned this. I learned that. But then sometimes it's like, oh, I'm just young and living, but I'm with you. I know my older self is much more responsible and definitely would have those thoughts. And I will say when I was younger and made some irresponsible decisions around sex, oftentimes, I want to say like not probably 98% of the time, I was either tipsy, drunk, or high in those Uh settings, right? Uh And so I think about now where I am in life and how I have a great appreciation for being sober and like knowing what the hell is going around in my environment. But I think sometimes when you're young and just feel like you're invincible and you just have a different perspective. But no, you're right. Especially in this time, I know that the world just seems to be getting shadier and shadier. So I feel like, yes, we definitely want to promote safety. You know, if you are still in that stage in your life, we're like, girl, I'm turning up. I'm having a good time. Just, you know, be safe, girl. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And I think the thing that I want to also think about or bring up is, you know, how people talk about their body count, right? And keeping their body count low. And the thing that I think about is, you know, yes, that's cool if you want to focus on keeping your body count low. But to me, what's more important is the why. Like, why are you getting into those situations? Like, like what, what's coming up for you? And also protecting yourself and recognizing and educating yourself too and recognizing that even in your efforts to keep your body count low the reality in terms of one getting pregnant or two contracting an STI it only takes one time with one person Mm -hmm. so for me the bigger picture is not necessarily how many people you may be sleeping with but how safely are you doing that? And then recognizing that in conversations with potential partners, because there should be conversations, in conversations with potential partners, that if we are in a space of emotional maturity, that we are not judging the other person based on how many people they slept with previously. Mm -hmm. It's about having a conversation and communicating what you want out of this encounter. So, and being honest with yourself around, yeah, this is just a hit it and quit it one and done situation or, okay, we stumbled upon this. I think I'm developing feelings I think I want more or 
we've been laying the foundation for a while and this is a monogamous situation. Like whatever it is, just being clear in the communication around what it is that you want. Mm -hmm. I would agree with that. And I know that Antoinette's tale is next, but we did start off the episode with that poem or that tale. So is there anything that you want to add to that, Dom? Just a reminder, I can't emphasize this enough that our pussies, our vaginas, our petunias, our whatever it is, our lady parts, whatever it is you want to call it, it's yours. That's right. You own it, girl. And that takes us to our next song, which is Pick Up Your Feelings. And I don't know about you, Don, but this song right here, it reminded me of when I went through those relationship issues in the past and had to break up with ninjas. And when, when, when it was all done, I was like, you know what? I'm done, done. Because, you know, sometimes some of us, we go back a couple of times and then we're like, yeah. OK, now it's really done. So been there, done that. But it, it made me think about those moments where I was like, OK, this is done, done for real. And when I'm done, like I'm really done. Mm-hmm. So one of the lyrics there that really like just resonated with me was when she said, I deserve so much more than you gave to me. So now I'm saving me. And I was like, yes, girl. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's that beautiful space. When you are at that point, when you recognize when it hits you, like for real, for real hits you. Cause like you said, there may be multiple points where it hits you and you like, uh, and then circle back around. Yeah. But when you get to that final point where you're like, nah, player, I am done, done. Sorry for you, because once I hit that point of I am done, done, there ain't no coming back. And it doesn't matter where your feelings are. My feelings say that we are done because what has been transpiring in this interaction, I have finally got to a space where I recognize that it is no longer serving me. So holla back. Mm -hmm. In fact, don't Um. holla back. Right, right. Don't Don't holler back. Just keep it. Just keep it. Keep it moving. (laughs) But, you know, I think when I come back to this, though, right? Like, I think what I love about this is that this particular song is about telling the partner, because I also want to acknowledge that it might not just be a dude that you're messing with, right? That just telling this person that we're done. And What happens in those moments when it's one person who has more feelings than the other person, right? So even though the title of the song is Pick Up Your Feelings and the intention is that it's about the other person, I also want to acknowledge that there are times when we might be in a sexual relationship with someone and we end up falling for them. And I say falling for them and I want to be clear, like I want to be more specific. You start to develop romantic feelings and you start to want more from them out of the relationship than just sex. And they might not be ready for that. They might be like, sorry, sis, all I want is sex. That's all I can handle right now. So then you left picking up your feelings. Mm-hmm. And that's rough, right? It is. It is. And Either way, it can be tough. It can be tough because you're left with that decision of, okay, if I'm starting to have develop deeper feelings and this person isn't, what am I going to do? And I think the thing that I want to like remind ourselves is that we always have choice. That even in that moment, That's a crossroads, right? We're at a fork in the road. We can say, I have communicated that I have feelings that are deeper than sex and I want more than just a sexual relationship. And this person, so we've communicated our feelings and this person is like, sorry, we can decide. Do we want to continue in this, knowing where our feelings are, knowing that we're not on the same page with this other person? Or do we want to say, you know what? I need to protect my feelings, protect myself. And leave this situation 
to prevent myself from being further hurt. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. To everything you just said, I'm just like, oh I'm telling you, lady, when you listen to this album, depending on where you are in your life, it'll bring you back to certain points. It brings me back to my 20s personally. So, yeah, yeah I'm just like, oh, wow. <laughs> and speaking of, oh, wow, we just got to dive right into Ari's tale where Ari Lennox talks a bit about when she has some good D that she was willing to give up her career for, okay? she I appreciate her authenticity and her honesty. Yes, because yes. in Ari's tale slash put it down, that's what it's all about. It's about you get digmatized. <laughs> it's happened to the best yeah, of us. Yeah, to the right? best of us, lady. Like you said, I appreciate Ari Lennox putting it out there, letting us know that, hey, this was somebody, and she, and if I'm remembering correctly, this was somebody in the industry, someone who could have like, catapulted her career right and I say that not to diminish anything that she's done on her own but the sense that I got from her story is that this person was in a in a much higher position of power than she was Mm -hmm. at least that's my interpretation of it I might have read it wrong heard it wrong but that was my interpretation of it right is that this person was in a higher position and they put it down now what I got from this now, that's an interesting perspective. I love having these conversations because we can kind of share each of our perspectives. I got that she was saying, because in her little quote, she says, bitch, do you know what Google says? And she's like, yes, yes, I do. But I also know what that dick said. And that dick spoke life into me. And I felt like maybe it was some bum ass dude. Mm. And maybe she was just letting him do all these crazy things. And people were like, girl, like if you look at Google, who is this clown? But she was like, well, I don't care what Google says. I know who I am, but the dick was that good that I was willing to, you know what I mean? That's what I, that's what I gathered from it. But I think in either situation, the best of us, right? It happens to the best of us where you're like, yo, why am I putting up with this nonsense? Right. Like this dude (laughs) is like, he clearly, all the signs are there that he ain't no good. He does not mean me any good in any, except for when it comes to that D. And it can be the same for women, too, because like you mentioned, if you're in a same-sex relationship, it's like it can be the same. If the sex is bomb, it's, it's just so sometimes mind-boggling that sex can be such a powerful force in a connection where we are sometimes willing to put up with some BS because it's just that bomb, right? But many times it's fleeting, I will say. You know, well, it's like you why, last for a while. Here's why it's fleeting. It's because when you have an orgasm, your body is releasing endorphins. And so it becomes like a drug that like, so endorphins are like a hormone. And so, or a chemical in our brain. And that endorphin is about pleasure. And our brains are wired for us to produce or seek pleasure. So if you think about it, our brains help our body do things to protect us from pain, right? But the opposite of that or the other end of the spectrum from that is pleasure. And so our brains want us to seek pleasure. So, okay, then we, our bodies get conditioned. So you got this person that you messing around with and every time you're with them, your body releases endorphins. You have an orgasm every time y'all have sex. Uh, hell yeah. Your brain is like, uh, yeah, why not? Like those couple of moments of pleasure last us for, that that could carry us through some, some difficult times. Right. Mm -hmm. And so our bodies, our brains will trick us and tell us like, yes, sis, you better keep going for that. You don't know when that next, you don't know when you'll get that next orgasm. So you might as well keep bringing that around. When the reality is that if that's all that they're bringing to the table, then those few moments of pleasure truly don't make up for everything else negative that comes with that. And I say that from a space of that's my value, right? But other folks may say, well, mm, it is worth it. Yeah, that's a good point. It definitely depends on your value. It's funny because when you were saying that, it was like, damn, sometimes we think like, oh, it's love or like, oh, I have strong feelings. And it's like, 
well, boo, if you take the sex out of the situation, what do you have, right? And you let that person get sick or let, you know, you get into a situation where you can't have sex and it's just like, yo, they get on my nerves. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't like being around them. It's like, it's probably just the sex. But I actually know someone who was in a situation where they had some bomb sex, everything. It was just so amazing. Got into a relationship, you know, things got more serious. And now it's like years later, yeah, the sex is great, but yo, I got to pay all the damn bills. Like I got to do all the, like he literally is not doing shit, but it can be down. And that's all he's bringing to the table. And it's like, damn, well, is it really worth it? It depends on your values. Cause I know for me personally, I'm like, we're going to need to have a balance here. You got to bring more than just the D, you know what I mean? Right. right. So yeah, I feel you. People can evolve, right? So like you may be at a point in life where that's your, that is your value, right? Where that is what mm-hmm. is most important to you at that time. And yeah. I think the key is just being clear and honest with yourself about this is what I want, right? Yes. I'm not worried about a commitment. I don't care who, as long as we safe, I don't care who else he fucking, mm-hmm. but he, he comes and he brings it. And <laughs> that's all I need. As long as you are honest with yourself that that's truly all that you need, then cool. We we don't have on it on our list to talk about one of the other tracks on the album. But I just wanted to say, lady, make sure your kids or your your nieces and nephews are not around and we listen to on it because on it is nasty. I love it. It's a great song, but that song will have you feeling some type of way. You're like, oh, my. That'll have you clutching your pearls for real. So yes, yes. listen to on it on your own time. And we're going to move on to Donna's tale. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think that we need to listen to the entire album away from the children. But <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the point, actually. Just take some time for yourself. About 30 minutes. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. So Donna's tale had me cracking up. <laughs> so. Yes. I was cracking up because I have heard women have this conversation, right? Of, well, I want X, Y, and Z. So we're going to have sex tonight. I'm going to put it on him tonight <laughs> so that I can get what I want, right? Whether that's a vacation, a new handbag. Or you just want to be left alone for a day or two, right? You want him to, you want to be able to not have to worry about cooking, cleaning, or any of the other things, or even having sex for a couple of days, right? So you put it on him. And in the moment that he is getting close to climaxing or having an orgasm, that's when you make your demands. Really? Wait, so they, they make the demand as they're having the sex. Because oh at that God. point, what else is he going to say? Is he going to say exactly. no to you when he's in the throes yeah, of pleasure? Exactly. Exactly. Interesting. Okay. Okay. I thought it was after is when they would do it, but that that's interesting, Dom. Okay. What else? It could happen more. both. It could happen both ways, both right? Ways. Like if you if you catch him before he falls asleep, mm-hmm. but right after he's he's had that orgasm, then yeah, you could potentially get him to say and agree to whatever it is that you want. Right. And so I think the thing is with this is wanting to be, again, I think it all goes back to like awareness and intentionality. So, okay. Recognizing that this is exactly what you're doing this for. And also being aware that he may use you for the same thing. I was just thinking that too. Right. I'm going to ask her this thing. Let me go put it on her real quick. (laughs) Right. Right. Like, oh, I want the homies to come over to watch the game, you know, pre COVID. (laughs) I I want the homies to come over to watch the game. And I know, I know she hates having people up in the house. So let me go put it on her real good. And get her to agree to this, right? And so I think the thing is, is that if we're honest, this happens in relationships. But the key is that we want to be clear and we want to be aware 
this is what we're doing, right? They're like, yep, Thursday night, we getting it in because it's about that time for me to, to purchase that vacation because the airline is about to have a sale and so are the resorts. So and he gets paid Friday morning. So I'm going to put it on him. And next thing we know, Friday morning, we got that vacation paid for. Just be clear that that is what you're doing. Right. And because I think the issue that comes up for a lot of women is that you do it. And then afterwards, there's guilt and shame that comes up. Mm. In some cases, it's not even guilt and shame. It's negative self self worth that develops over time where you end up feeling like, and we'll get to this piece a little later in a different song, but then you end up wondering, is this all that you're worth? Is this the only thing that you're bringing to the table? So just be clear about what it is that you, why you're doing it. That's a good point, John. I feel like there are definitely going to be some ladies that listen that'll be like, yeah, girl, mm-hmm. you know, I'll be doing that. And then some are like, oh my gosh, no, it's manipulation. So I think it depends on like your dynamic, what works for you. and. Yeah, I'm with you though. When I think about it, I'm like, I remember, I feel like the old heads, the older women, they'll definitely talk about that. Like, yeah, this has happened or whatever. So interesting, interesting, especially when you think about it in a relationship. Yeah. Now, the next song here that we're going to talk about is Lost One. And so the question, I guess, is if you've ever been in an unhealthy relationship, have you wished that your ex was miserable without you? Or that y'all would get back together? That is an interesting question. I think that's a normal feeling. To, like, to want them to be miserable. Yeah. Like, yeah. misery loves miserable company. Mm-hmm. So if you're having that thought, then that's an indication for you. That's information for you that you are in an unhappy, perhaps miserable space. Mm. Right. Because if you think about it, if you are in a position where you are functioning at a higher vibration, you're not wishing negativity on someone else. Yeah, that's a good point. But when you're in the throes of like and usually this is when you're in the throes of like recovering from the relationship, working on your own healing, you may be in that low vibrational place of. I'm unhappy. So everybody else around me got to be unhappy. And especially that dude who broke my heart, he better be miserable. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking, cause I'm like, if he broke your heart or if they broke your heart and I can definitely see how you'd be like, yo, I don't want you to succeed at nothing. You just going to be miserable your whole life. And then I'm like, there are situations where you are the one breaking up with them. And in that case, I feel like most times you're like, I want you to be happy. Like I want you to be happy and be with somebody and leave me alone. I'm trying, I'm trying to end this. You know what I mean? Right. So you're right. It depends on where your, where your energy is. And I also think about it from the perspective of what if you were the unhealthy one in the relationship, right? Like you are sad and upset because you recognize that, Oh, this was a good dude. This was a good person who, I messed up like the space that I was in caused this shit to fall apart. And that can be a hard feeling to sit with. Right. Of like, damn, I lost one. Yeah. Like I lost one. I did that. Yeah. That's a good point. Hindsight 2020 lady. One of the last songs that we're going to dive into is just some real ass shit. So you have to stay tuned for that. We're going to dive into it in just a bit. Before we do, Precious says tale. Say that five times real fast. Right. You know what I'm saying? But that tale, <laughs> that was an interesting one. So this is a tale. And what I read, Dom, is that a lot of these tales in the album are from Jasmine's friends mm-hmm. and people that are like close to her. So, and she was really grateful that they were open to just being so vulnerable and sharing these aspects of their lives and stories you know, publicly in this way, which I thought was really cool. I'm like, oh, that's really dope to kind of get that perspective of your people. And so one of the first things that Precious says in this tale is, to be honest, money makes me come. 
and she talks a bit about her. <laughs> Should we pause right after that? Let's just like let a little moment of silence after that. I thought it was interesting. I appreciated her authenticity, although I don't resonate with this holistically. I do appreciate her authenticity. And one other thing that Jasmine Sullivan was saying is she wanted to provide the why behind why some women show up the way that they do. So you might see a gold digger or you might see this Instagram model who's doing X, Y, Z, but you don't know her story. Like you don't know what got her to this point and what formed that perspective. So I thought that was interesting about this personally. It's like, even though that's not my story. And although I used to be a very judgmental person, I've worked a lot on just seeking more understanding and realizing everyone's not going to be like me and have my perspective or life experience. And so, okay, that's cool. You know, your perspective and belief can exist here while mine coexists, you know, here and that's fine. So again, I think it's good. She knows what she wants. She's like, you're going to have some money. And she's like, I'm going to do my own work too, but I'm not going to be with anyone that's broke. And it came from her growing up in poverty, like, you know, not having money. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. I see how you could get to that place if, you know, you grew up without money. What I love about that is she has is taking agency for what brings her pleasure. So she mm-hmm. is saying, dude, you want to be with me or person you want to be with me? Here is what you need if you want to satisfy me. So. You want me to come? Where that money at? Like you can't be broke. Where the bag at? Right. Okay. And I can't, I refuse to judge that. Right. Because there are so many of us out there who don't know what we want Mm. or struggle with identifying what brings us pleasure in a relationship. And so to me, when you are in a space where you can authentically identify what brings you pleasure, no matter what it is, yes, that is what's important. You know, I think I think I keep going back to our episode about sex with Dr. James Wadley and thinking yeah. about the example that he gave about the person who likes their elbows kissed. And I remember I was a little judgmental in that moment. Like your elbow though, like that show, mm-hmm. that show's on like, Oh, yeah. what? But I had, I stepped back from that and had to realize that, Hey, you know what? That person knows what they want. Yes. And they have no shame in telling you what it is. And so they're going to always be, not always, they're going to have an easier time being satisfied because they can identify what it is that they want. Beautifully stated, Dom. And I think that we really have to get out of this. And I say we as in the people that it resonates with, right? Have to get out of this sort of judgmental mindset or the hope is that we will transition out of it as we evolve where we think that everyone has to like what we like. So because I like this type of porn, or because I like this type of pleasure, or because as long as there are no kids involved and people are not hurting other people, you know what I mean? There's no violence. And, you know, it's not just like, okay, this is illegal or some shit like that. Then no, let people be free to do what makes them happy. And if someone, and I'm with you, because there was a time where I would have, you know, read that someone said, oh, money makes me come. Oh my gosh, that's so superficial. Like I could see my old self being so judgmental, but that's your thing. I don't, it doesn't have to resonate with me. That's okay. And like you said, if someone has the sense of self to know what they like and what brings them pleasure, go for it. Right? Right. Because I guarantee you that there's somebody out there who is willing to give them that, the pleasure that they are asking for. That's right. She said it in the thing. She said, I know that, what'd she say? Something about, I know that some, somebody going to cash me out. And I'm like, okay, if that's what you know, boo, you go find your person. And then that's, that's right. y'all are a good fit for one another. Right. It's not my thing, but that's cool that it's yours. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, okay. Now let's dive into Amanda's tale and girl like me featuring her. All right. Now, this is one that I would assume many of us have 
if you if it doesn't resonate with you, you've at least thought about it at some point in your life. Mm-hmm. And the question is, is your worth tied to your pussy or whatever you want to call your vagina or your lady parts, whatever word? I know sometimes pussy can be such a, oh my gosh, like a, you know, uncomfortable word for some folks, but is your worth tied to your vagina? <laughs> we'll use the <laughs> formal term for the moment. That is a good question, Dom. Whew. That is a deep question. It is. No pun intended. Um, (laughs) I think that as we reflect on each of the different songs or tales that we mentioned so far, you can easily ask that question, right? And my hope would be that each of those women would be able to say no, that I am so much more than my lady parts. So when you think about Amanda's tale, right, just to give you more context, lady, if you didn't listen to the album, hopefully you have, but she talks about how in many ways her, let's see, her vagina, it was very much defining her. And she felt as though she was in competition with these Instagram girls and didn't have much to offer. And so sex became her superpower. And that's where she found her worth. And she knew, yo, if he don't want me for nothing else, he going to come back to get this thing right here. Okay. Like he going to come back for this. And I don't know about you, Don, but I, I think about times in my journey where one, I'll say growing up, I was taught to value my brain. And so for me, that's always like being smart in some capacity or knowing words, knowing something that has always been something that has been valuable to me. Like it was good to get A's and B's. So I say that to say, I can't necessarily resonate with saying that my sex was like my only offering, but I will say that I've definitely felt at times that a part of my worth has been tied to that aspect of self. And I think a lot of it has to do with media. A lot of it has to do with music. I mean, how many of us, what was it? Was it Foxy Brown talking about, you know, you having the ill nah nah, like you just, you know what I mean? Like you, yeah. we, 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 we hear about like, you, you want to have some good pussy. Like that should be honest. That's, that's a conversation that comes around. Like you want to have that WAP and you want to be able to do what you need to do in the bedroom to, you know, make your partner happy. And so I think that, yes, there have definitely been times, but to me, it's been like a package deal. It's been like, that's been the icing on, on the cake. You know what I mean? Like you get all this stuff over here, you get these things, but then I'm going to really get you with boom. You know what I mean? I'm going to put, put it over here put it and then you're going to be like, oh, damn. Yeah, so it's like, it's, it's, it's adding to the package. But I think that if you're in a position where that's the only thing that you have that's valuable, and I don't know, this is just me from my perspective now, I feel like it goes back to what you value because there may be someone listening and they're like, I'm okay with knowing that this is the only thing I have to value. But for me personally, I would love to be able to offer more than that because anyone can do that. You know what I mean? So I think that's the thing, right? Yeah. That like, and maybe this is my value that I want us to recognize that we are more than just our vagina, right? Mm-hmm. That we do bring more to the table than just sex. And that mm-hmm. it is a package deal, like you said, that yes, your sex game could be top notch, but that is not the only thing that you are bringing to the table. And if you are in a space where you believe that that is the only thing that you're bringing to the table, I would encourage you to spend some time going inward and reflecting and recognizing and identifying all the beautiful complexities and layers that you have that truly allow you to bring more to the table than just your sex. I'm with you. And it makes me think about the concept of like diversifying your assets. You know what I mean? My thing is, I don't think we should put all of our, and this is again, my perspective personally, I don't think we should put all of our eggs in one basket in the basket of who we are, if that makes sense. And so I think about Issa Rae. She had this episode on Insecure where she talked about having a, was it broken pussy or broken vagina or something like that? And I remember there were times where 
you know, as a woman where my, I want to say lady parts have been out of commission for whether it's been just that time of the month and it's just crazy heavy. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to chill right now. You know what I mean? Or a yeast infection or something like that, where you're just like, I'm just uncomfortable right now. And there have definitely been times where I'm like, dang, this part of me is not, you know, performing the way that I would normally be able to, you know, to perform and show up or it's just out of commission right now. And there's a certain part of you that's kind of like, oh, damn, you know, if that's all you have to offer when that is not at its optimal level, then what else are you bringing, right? Like, how are you feeling about yourself when that's not there? And I do think that men definitely, I think their worth is definitely tied to their penis or dick size, whatever you want to call it. I mean, based on not even size, but just the game and, and their dick in general. I think that comes from society too, Donna. I know we're not yeah. talking about men in particular, but it makes me think about how their size, the sex game, how long they last, like all that is very much tied to a lot of men's worth, right? And the thing is, is that when you are in a healthy relationship, and I use the word relationship, and that is all encompassing, right? So even if it's just this person that you call up, we just, we just fucking, right? To just, mm-hmm. you just put it bluntly, like we just fucking. Even if that is the arrangement, the reality is that you still bring more to the table than just that, right? Mm-hmm. And in healthy interactions, outside of the we just fucking, in healthy relationships, if you happen to be out of commission for whatever reason, your partner is going to be understanding of that, mm-hmm. respectful of that, And you all will find other ways to interact, engage, and please one another that doesn't involve sex. Because the other thing, too, is that men have times when they're not functioning Mm -hmm. and they expect their partners to be understanding. And so the reverse Mm -hmm. should happen as well. Right. So our worth should not be tied to our sex game. Like we have to recognize that we truly are multifaceted people mm-hmm. and there is so much more to us than our sex game. Tom, I just want to close out with this one quote from this article from Pitchfork about Jasmine's album. And I just want to share this quick thing with you. So it says, The album's perspectives do contradict themselves at times. Hoeing goes from a source of pride and abundance to one of shame. Sullivan's songwriting is agile. These conflicting judgments and desires live in women, and both can live in one woman at once. And I want to close out by saying, Dom, I, at eight months pregnant, participated in the Busted Challenge on my Instagram. (laughs) Ciao. It's funny because... I won't even tell the story behind it. But anyway, I did the challenge. And you know what's funny, Dom? A lot of people commented, but it was very sad to see. I noticed that one black woman commented and she said something along the lines of, I remember the two words she used were sick and yuck. She's like, this is sick, yuck. And I was just like, sis, what's being triggered up in you? Like, why are you uncomfortable with a pregnant woman who's comfortable in her body twerking a little something? But it brought me back to this. And I began to have more empathy, but she deleted it so fast on that Mm. when I refreshed my timeline again, it was gone. But I was able to go to her profile. And then the next time I scrolled, I was like, oh, dang, it's gone. But I was like, who is this person with this private profile? What? So luckily my peoples didn't come for the comment section because I don't think she wanted that that energy. (laughs) I probably wouldn't have said anything, but the people that support me probably would have said something. And it made me think about the judgment and these conflicting you know, desires that yes. live in women. Because when you think about stuff like that, that's her stuff showing up. Because I was yes. living my best life. I was fine. Yes. My family's good. My baby's good. Like, we good over here. But something was triggered in you that made you want to, you know, share that type of energy with another woman who was just, you know, being in her body and being comfortable. So very complex. What do you think, Dom? Very much so. I think, first of all, I think that woman probably knew better than to take it down. And my suspicion is that she's probably following the hashtag and saying this on multiple people's pages because 
I think it's probably something within her, like you said, right? But I, I want to go back to what the, the comment from the article about it just being complex, like this album naming and acknowledging the complexity and nuance of how we feel in regards to our sexuality and recognizing that it's okay, it's normal to have conflicting thoughts, ideas, and emotions when we are trying to figure stuff out and to take that as information, right? To take that as a reminder to ourselves, an indicator to ourselves of, okay, wait, I'm having conflicting thoughts and emotions right now. Let me pause and go inward to sort it out, to figure out what, where do I really stand? Okay, so I feel like we're at time right now, but now I want to talk to you about how to respond when people do, let's say she left a comment up. I want to talk about how to respond in those situations. And there's another example that I saw on social media that makes me want to ask you, where do you draw the line on these things, on like the freedom that women have? So there, I want to talk about those, but lady, we're going to hop over into Patreon and jump into the after show. So please visit our website, herspacepodcast.com, click on Patreon and Join us for this conversation and let us know what you think after you listen in and and hear these questions. So we will see you on the other side. Hey, lady. It's Dr. Dom here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. Do you have a burning question you're dying to get feedback on? Do you want an unbiased perspective on a situation you're facing? If so, visit cultivatingherspace.com and click Ask Dr. Dom under the Start Here option. Every Tuesday, I'll choose a few questions and answer them at random. Thanks for joining us today. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health, but is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, Please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, visit our website, cultivatingherspace.com, and be sure to click the Patreon tab to get access to video content, bonuses, and our weekly after show. And before we meet again, repeat after me. I am aligned with my inevitable outcome. We'll see you next week, lady.